Digital Media. Blockchain news, crypto crews and interviews. Keeping you tuned in to the ecosystem. Everybody, welcome to Core Radio. This is Roots coming to you live from New York. We are going to explain a term. I believe it's a term, a new term. I, I haven't heard before. Uh, something called open value. Uh, there was a paper on it. Uh, I believe it came out today or maybe last night. And uh, it, it said something about open value. I saw it on the Incent uh, Twitter. And I didn't really, I didn't really get it. And understanding so i brought P- peter on here today to explain to me what this open value concept is about because uh it, 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 i didn't really get the point through the paper so pete yeah yeah so open you're going to hear a bit more from us from me as well um talking about this sort of this idea open value it's it's really it's an umbrella term and, and we'll talk a little bit about you know what it means and it, it reflects uh sort of some of the core values i guess of our team in scent and indeed it's sort of an umbrella term that covers a lot of things that that if you're a crypto enthusiast if you're familiar with bitcoin etc you'll already be familiar with this this these concepts this idea um and it, it just reflects a, a sort of a, it's a term it's a way of um it's a message that we feel we can push and we can we can try to get out there more you know in a more widespread fashion try to get people to understand it um so yeah, why don't I start by just sort of if I just give you the intro, the sort of the broad brushes, loots, and then we can sort of you can ask some questions or we can just have a chat about it. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. So let, let's uh, let, let's chat. Let's chat about it first. Let, why don't you give me like a a broad? Well, is there a definition to this term, open value? Sure. Well, the other thing I'd say is that these conversations that we're having now are sort of really the you know, the ground floor of fleshing out this concept. So it represents the, the distillation of, of really a very, you know, a, it's, it's been a long time coming and, and we're, we're just distilling it down to this and we're going to try to get this whole message, this whole movement, this whole term, open value, we're going to look to define it and, and spread it around. But in these early days, we're going to be talking to a lot of people like yourself to, to sort of learn ourselves as well. But... Broadly speaking, it's it's a direct analogy of open source. So, you know, I'm a developer and I have a long background in in not just development, but in in open source uh, software, in uh, interested in free culture, interested in, you know, copyright, copyleft issues, interesting in, interested in projects like Wikipedia and and things like the Creative Commons licensing. And that kind of thought space, if you like, around intellectual property and closed source and open source, there's been a lot of conversations over many, many years about, uh, you know, how to move from a sort of closed source to a more open source world. And it's quite well understood, really. You've got, you know, uh, behemoths such as Microsoft who have now gone really full circle and are embracing the, the more open source approaches. And the, the broad brush of that angle is that if you open things out, if you contribute to the commons, if you allow things to be open, it's actually to the benefit of everybody, including yourself. Um, so if you have a, you know, a software program of some sort, not that you need to go full open source, but the more open you can be, the more ways which you can allow people to build upon it, to extend it, uh, the more communities you can allow to access things like APIs to do things with it, uh, the benefit to all. So you've got this this uh, sort of within the world of software and information, the concepts of closed and open have been discussed for a long time. Um, right. Then you've got yeah. So now enter enter value and enter currency and crypto. Well, what what some of the properties of of uh, oh yeah yeah there we go. Uh, the properties of a of a currency. Well, Bitcoin is Bitcoin is open value because it's. It has properties um, that can be, you know, it can be shared. It's um, it's it's not controlled by a central organization. So you can think of the value that's held within the Bitcoin network as open in the same way that the code held by, uh, you know, within Linux, for example, or within Ubuntu is also open. Um, so so open value is really about making sure that the uh, that the properties of any sort of commerce or any business um they have these open properties um which which really mean that they're going to be for the benefit of everybody and 
let's talk loyalty now for a moment because it's the easiest it's you know it's in scent it's it's our industry it's our specific thing um a loyalty scheme at the moment any loyalty scheme is very much closed value so Lutz, you may have a membership from an online bookstore or something where you buy books and they send them to you and then you get little book points and then every once in a while you might you know the offer is you know buy 10 books get a free book or something like that yeah i got audible mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. But the, the reason that's closed value is because the entire value is held, the, def, the, the the store of that value is at the determination of Audible or whomever they may be, right? They can decide at any time that, that your loyalty points, uh, the value has changed or that the, um, you know, that you can suddenly, you can no longer redeem in the same way. So it's going to be more expensive or, or X or Y. So it's a closed value system. They own it. Um, and, you know, therefore, it hasn't been given to you. Now, the sum total of that through a, through a variety of sort of after lots of levels, what ends up is that, you know, the consumers end up not valuing it. So it's the direct analogy to closed source, you know, a, a little application that says you have to pay to install this and then you don't get to own it and you have to pay to install it on other devices and you have to know, you know, all that kind of um, sort of older world thinking. Um, what that results in is atrophy and ultimately you know death people stop using those applications because i've got it on my desktop but i can't i'm not allowed to install it on my laptop you know are you kidding me i'm not i'm not going to do that that's that's sort of not going to work so the same is true of these loyalty schemes where if someone is giving you value um it has to be open value because it has to be truly given to you so the the idea of obviously an incent merchant who is rewarding you with incent uh genuinely hands over the keys to the car so to speak of that incent that it's a cryptographic currency it's it's yours you have the value and of course our merchants are sacrificing margin to do that so it's you know they're they're saying okay well rather than give you 10 percent off and you save your money we're going to give you uh 10 of the purchase price as value from us right, that, so, i got it so it's so it's basically the merchant not being greedy. Yeah, that, that sums it up. Yeah, that, that's that's right. Now, the, the sort of the idea is almost a bit bigger than that, though, because we have to get a little bit into some of the some of the spaces or some of the ideas that Bitcoinists and and crypto enthusiasts are really familiar with, you know, like the idea of ownership, you know, the idea that, um, you know, everyone that has a Bitcoin or has any Bitcoin or, you know, bits of Bitcoin understands that that cryptographically that Bitcoin is theirs, even if it's on a, you know, blockchain.info wallet that you, you can't, you know, read an announcement tomorrow by blockchain.info and and be told that that Bitcoin's not yours anymore. You know, it doesn't work like that. There's, a, there's the protections. Right. Now, this is that is an example of open value in action. And that's a concept that right now people who hold Bitcoin struggle to express to, you know, friends, acquaintances, other people who don't hold Bitcoin. I'm sure you're familiar with one of the most common questions is, well, you know, who runs Bitcoin? You know, right. how does right. it... Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I get so, that all the time. Yeah. So the, the idea, clearly, there's a challenge in presenting the message. It's right. And the, what people make the mistake of at the moment, or, or I do, is you try to explain to people, crypt, um, crypt, you know, cryptography. You try to explain, you start talking about public and private keys. And, you know, if I'm talking to my aunt, she's a wonderful, smart, passionate woman, but she's not going to go there with public private keys and cryptography. It's too hard. Right. There's also, so, there's also a little, uh, a little idea of property over here also, you know, because when, when you're given a credit from a store, that credit is still not really a property because you got to spend it with them. But if you get incent where you could just cash out for money or you could use it any way you want, then it really is your property because you say what you do with it, right? So it's yeah. You know it's, that's a classic know, example, right? You've just you've just been describing to me the fact that it's yours, it's your property. You can do what you da 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 da. So what we're sort of pushing is the fact that how can you tell if something is, you know, is it is it a thing within this tent or not? If it's a store credit, well, that's not really yours. You right. know, I like it. You know, thanks. The credit is in in their account. It's it's not you know they own the website. Instead, when you get an incent credit, it's in your wallet. It's yours. You own it. 
It's your property. That's exactly right. And what with this concept of open value is something that, yes, incent is open value, but open value is that also the broader church of explaining that concept of property. You know, it, it's a little bit, the words you just used were clear to me, right? But they're, they're also a little bit involved. You know, you have to sort of say it's your property, it's yours, you control it. Well, we're looking to pull all that in to the umbrella term open value. Right. It's, it, well, we, we, have a, we have a society that, that has grown accustomed to being, uh, to being taken. Uh, they, they, they're okay with other people handling their, their property. You know, for for now, you know, till till something happens. But uh, it's it's the same thing with uh, our monetary system, right? You hold fiat dollars; it's not yours. They print more of it. They own it. They say what the value is whenever they want. It, you know, you you really don't own that dollar in your pocket. You know, but when you own Bitcoin, you do own that dollar in your pocket because it's the people's choice. What well, the yeah, value of that is absolutely and and what we're seeking to do is to build you know rather like one of the things that we believe makes incent a little bit unique is that we're you know takers red we're we've been around crypto a long time we're passionate about it but what we're really passionate about is getting people to use it it's no longer enough to to try to evangelize and tell people how awesome it is we just need to get it into their hands we need to get them using it and this is open value comes in here because that's to our minds it's the way of explaining to people you know it's one of the most powerful aspects you, you understand open source you know that you don't like it when you buy something you know you download an uh, a, an mp3 with digital rights management and, and therefore you can't play it on your on your device you know that that frustrates you right i find every way to try to crack it uh, well that's what's happening as you just said in your wallet right now that's the very definition of the dollars in your in your wallet. They're not yours. You know, it, it they're not truly open value. Now, so these ideas with copyright, you know, Wikipedia is a good example here. Wikipedia um, being free culture, open knowledge, you know, the, the, the broad brush mission to allow the sum total of human knowledge accessible to all. It's quite understood that, you know, you can take you can create a book from Wikipedia articles and sell it. You can you can take that knowledge, commercialize it, make money and you're still doing good in the world. So that information in there is open. It's protected by the licenses. So the sum, th this is an argument that is uh, or a discussion that is quite well known. And what the, the, our open value concept is about broadening the church of that to include value stroke currency cash so we 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 bring things in that, you know um something you know, like bitcoin as i've said is open value it's it's a it's a setup there are lots of ways of delivering open value um but it's it, it's getting it sort of understood so people can start to uh, analyze for themselves you know i mean I, I would imagine something that i'm quite keen on in the longer term is to develop a set of uh, open value, not licenses, but almost definitions, tests against which we can measure whether or not something truly is open value. Now, this gets really, really important because a lot of the blockchain fintech stuff at the moment, which is a massive, massive industry, um, is very hazy. You know, you look at Ripple, for example, it's quite interesting to look at what they're doing. But will their projects ultimately be open value or not? We need to we need to have a, a clear sort of, you know, we as a, you know, in fact, humanity, actually, but I won't get too broad. We need to understand whether or not is what you're doing on the right side or the wrong side of history. Are you truly delivering value into the hands of the user? You know, right. and I would say Bitcoin. Yes. Incent. Yes. You know, Ripple powered bank settlement. Yeah, probably not. You know, that's right. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Ripple. Ripple is definitely not its my least favorite coin, honestly. Uh, ever since I heard they bent over backwards for the government, I, I don't really care to use it. I don't care to look at it. I know people make a lot of money on it at times. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of cryptos that bend over backwards for governments. Well, we're, funnily enough, you're, you're sort of hitting the nail on the head. So if we if we have take for a moment that open value means that the value is handed to the consumer and it's stored in a in a unit that is transparent about how it behaves. So, for example, in the case of Bitcoin, it's a proof of work currency that can only be 21 million ever. We're currently at about, geez, I haven't checked for a while. What are we, about 13, 14 million? 
<laughs> something like that. Um, they'll, you know, it's going to be non-inflationary. So all the boxes are ticked. Yes, that is open value. In the case of incent, fixed supply or waves for that matter, fixed supply, uh, proof of uh, proof of stake blockchain, etc, uh, etc. Et so it, it ticks all of those things that yes, that does meet the terms of open value. Right, finite, that, that's the finite supply, right? So there's only a certain amount. And at the end of the day, it, it all comes down to the demand. And the more demand, there's only a certain amount of supply, right? So it can't, there won't be more. So no, the so only thing that, that means... can happen is that the, the, the demand is going to grow as people use it more and it'll grow in value. Yeah, you could, now bear in mind, this is not something that, that we're looking at at all, but you could also have an open value currency that said we're going to mine one million a month because it's as long as it as long as it's um communicated and provable then it, it can have that store it can it can meet that test because it's it's sort of it's uh, behaving transparently it's behaving openly and the value is transferred to the customer now in in regard to ripple it's quite interesting because the reason we're so uh, so strong on this at the moment and the reason we're you know, starting to share these ideas and we'll look forward to doing, you know, we'll probably do so more technically over time. But the reason it's paramount is because we're actually, something we share with Ripple is the desire to be uh, within the, you know, what, what I would term, you know, the grown up world. We are, we're legal entities behaving in a legal and compliant fashion. As in, we're very keen to, to be, uh, to sort of talk with regulators uh, about, uh, how to you know how best to communicate with them provided they don't come anywhere near the open value concept they cannot touch that so you, you've got the two worlds that we're looking in we we seek um you know compliance regulatory regulation regulatory recognition uh we you know we're happy with all of that stuff we're happy to to be transparent about how the incent ecosystem works and the nature of you know how to interface with commerce but we're not going to compromise one bit ever on the open value principles, which basically are that the supply is fixed and that the consumer who is given the incent, um, you know, it, it, that incent is as cryptographically secure as it possibly can be. Okay, so so open value is more of a frame of thought. Uh, you get you get you get a credit, you get an incent, right? You get an incentive. And if you look at the uh, definition of incent, it means incentive. I've seen it on three dictionary uh, websites already. Uh, it's If you get a little incent, you want to ask yourself, is this a closed value or an open value system that they're crediting or they're, they're, they're get, this incentive that they're giving me, is it open value or is it closed value? So you're kind of giving them people now this, this other way of thinking where, okay, and I, I'm getting these rewards. But do I own the, the rewards? Is it, is it open value? Or is it, is it some closed value system that I, I can only spend on their books or their, their yeah. videos? And, and by the way, don't, in terms of the risks and the dangers or the problems with a closed value system, it, it's, not, it's not some potential risk. It's exactly what happens very regularly with almost every loyalty scheme. They decide, they do, you know, there's a big case here in Australia, one of the um, one of the largest uh, electronic retailers, a shop called Dick Smith. You know, there was a Dick's you could buy computers there and, you know, batteries and phone chargers and all sorts. And they had a store in every town, you know, in every suburb. Right. Um, they went bankrupt not so long ago. Before they went bankrupt, they did a massive push on selling gift cards. And then the day they went bankrupt, every gift card is worth nothing. Right. And these days, you can find gift cards in every type of store. I mean, everywhere I go, you can, you can even see the stationery stores, you know, with the little sign, paper sign in the back of the guy saying, oh, you know, we, we give gift certificates. Yeah. So the closed value, the risks of closed value aren't rather like the risks of closed source. I firmly believe this isn't a, um, you know, this isn't me saying that I think this is bad. I, I believe it's empirical. You can look at it and say, look, when you close the value, you destroy the value. Closed value is no value. What you're giving me, if you're giving me something closed value, is useless. It's, it's selfish. It's only to your benefit. How dare you, is the bottom line. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a great a great way of uh, a great new concept to to implement. You know, you still got to get it out there though. This concept, this concept, this would be good for somebody who's a writer out there who wants to write open value versus closed value. And if you want to get it to me, we'll push that out as soon as possible. Oh yeah, look, there's no. The other thing is, this is this is like a tide. Uh, this is it, I, I alluded before, right? To the fact that. Um, so Rob and I, who are the Incent team at core, if you like, we're the, the sort of co-founders. We've spent years building apps and, and, and promoting Bitcoin. And, and we really, really believe in Bitcoin. It's a, it's a very, it's a wonderful, powerful thing. Um, but there's just something, it, it, it's stalled on the grid, to my mind, at the moment. Um, and I think it's hit the boundaries of sort of language and communication. People, people just on a broader level, they haven't quite got it. And I think I think it's I look at the um, the way when Wikipedia first came around and the way the conversations, you know, that used to be had around. Hang on. Anyone can edit it. Isn't doesn't that mean it's useless and anyone can use it? Doesn't that mean it will be taken advantage of? And it, oh, took, yeah. it took years for those conversations to move slowly around to being, oh, oh, I get it. If you're open, it's better for everyone. Oh, I get it. So we're, we're seeking, we don't want to do this alone either. We, we absolutely will be writing more, talking more about it. Um, you know, we want to be at the forefront of this, but it's, it's, as you said, it's a, it's a sort of, it's a paradigm. It's a way of thinking about value that I believe will be easier to get traction in a, on a broader base without getting bogged down in public private keys and distributed blockchains and the real techie stuff, which even people who are interested kind of sometimes find hard to really get right and also it's it's also not a certificate i mean the, what incentive is offering open value they're really giving you value i mean you're getting a currency there's i know there's over 900 different types of cryptocurrencies out there but the fact is it's a currency uh even though they want to say it's not, it's an you know they, the government wants to think it's not a currency. They're, they're gonna, it's going to be hard to prove that otherwise very soon. But it's it's an actual currency. You can trade it for Bitcoin and you can cash it in for cash. And it's one that you control. You know your your incentive is yours. It's as secure as you choose to make your you know your environment. So your it's best practice in terms of having a having the wallet, having the seed, having it protected. Right. Um, you know. So the word certificate, the word note, you know, like on your dollar bill, Federal Reserve note, you know, it's, 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 a, it's more like a promissory note, right? When you, when you buy your car, you're, what are you getting? You're getting certificate of title, right? I, I don't want no damn certificate. I want the goddamn title, right? Where's the title? Where's the actual title that comes with the car? You know, so it, it's, you're not, so that's, that's a closed value system right there, right? Those examples? Well, yeah, spot on. I mean, in British currency, it, it actually says it's literally a promise. You know, it's the Queen on the back says, "I promise to pay the bearer on demand." <laughs> but but what that means, you know, it's it's a bit more open. So that the 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 um the assertion here from you know, if I'm talking to crypto enthusiasts, I think this is this is a point of agreement, which is that those closed value systems will continue to cause problems for themselves until they get worse and worse and worse and are ultimately surpassed by the much better alternative, which is open value. It will happen. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I think it's it's a matter of people getting getting wind of the, the actual concept because I don't think people understand, they, they don't even think about these things, honestly, on a regular basis. You know, they go, oh, I got a credit to Macy's, you know, or I got, you know, a gift certificate to, uh, you know, Goldman Sachs. And, uh, you know, what, what, what are you going to do? You can only spend it in those places. There's nothing I can do with that. I, I hate shopping at Macy's. Yeah. I hate shopping. Well, the, the funny thing with this is that when you talk, if you talk about cash, it's actually quite a hard sell. It's a difficult thing to explain to someone that, you know, you know, you've got that, you know, $20 note. Well, they've just put another trillion dollars into the dollars so that's worth less right you're going to struggle to get people to understand that but one of the one of the attractions for us and what we think of as one of the most exciting opportunities is when you talk loyalty points everybody does know people are really familiar people don't value their loyalty points they know that when they take a flight they get some air miles half the time they're thinking you know 
stuff you what why you giving me a hassle here you're not going to let me do anything with these if i call you up and say i've got 10,000 air miles can i fly somewhere they'll say oh well you've got to buy the right ticket to allow yourself to to use on this leg and yep you can fly from new york to you you know laguarda to jfk on a wednesday morning at 2am that's how you you know it's people are familiar with this that the closed value systems within loyalty people already understand their their flaws they already understand how broken they are they already understand that, a, that the closed value in that context is weak so what we're seeking to do is to be the thin end of the wedge where we say what will do loyalty better is open value what will do loyalty better is a cryptographic currency underpinning the loyalty ecosystem and from there you you spread out and within you start to uh, allow the the consumers to understand that okay this loyalty system is now open I can use it. What about my cash? What about my X? What about my Z? And it gets yeah. broader from there. It's, yeah. And you get and, and with, with incent, not only can you use, you don't have the deadline to use it. Uh, if you hold on to it, it probably end up becoming worth more. Probably, no guarantees in the world. But uh, you know, I, the only thing I know in in life is uh, the only thing that's guaranteed is that nothing is guaranteed. But uh, with the finite supply, and you know, you know, if you took economy 101, right, you know that you know anything with a finite supply will go up in value. Um, and it's it's like money in your in your own wallet, right? There's going to be a wallet uh, on a phone. You could have your your wallet on a phone. You could have backups, you know, on other phones or USB sticks, and you can't lose them. If you make your backups, you can't lose them. You know, you encrypt it with a uh, what is it like a 12 word system right you, you memorize 12 little words and then boom that's it you got access to your wallet all the time no one's gonna remember those words you know uh, game ballroom you know they, no, no one's gonna know the words that you know those 12 words it's it, so it's it's extremely secure and yeah uh, like, yeah yeah so uh, the, the the thing with it to sort of so obviously I'm massive, you know, this idea is huge. It's, or rather it's broad. It's, uh, we'll, we'll flesh it out. Incent is an open value scheme. We also, we don't claim to be the only one, you know, there's, there, there are other ways of, of achieving open value. And it, I guess what I'm very keen to sort of start to put out there more and more is how important this is to the average Joe, to the consumer. It's a, it's, it's, we're, we're introducing something that we believe we can make understood the idea of, you know, because just to drill back to the difference between closed source and open source, people sort of vaguely have that. They understand little bits about that. Um, and to then draw that analogy to saying, look, you can't, you know, a closed value system is broken. An open value system is uh, necessary and important and it's the future. And incent is an open value system is yours. That's the sort of the, the way in which uh, we imagine that, the, you know, conversations will go. You, you know, now, now that I'm thinking about it. When when uh, you, when coupons first started coming out, which was a very long time ago, but when coupons first started coming out, I think they 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 kind of tried this open value thing by uh, every coupon being worth I don't remember the number. I think it was one one thousandth of a dollar. You could find on every coupon here in the United States. If you look on the bottom right corner of it, there's an actual dollar value to each coupon. So if you save like ten thousand, you know, coupons, you know, you got possibly ten dollars right there. So it has been tried before, but it's nobody knows about it. It's you know that's how that's how you know worthless their uh, yeah, their scheme well, was. Yeah, but it's, I mean, bear in mind that's that's an example where it's, where where we'd look at that and say it's that's fairly open value, but you're still just pegging back to a fiat currency, which fails the ultimate test. So it doesn't fail it practically like you're not you're not we're not worried about it tomorrow. Like if you you know, the dollars in your pocket will probably perform properly. You know, they'll perform as you expect over a period. But ultimately, they're, they're not that system is not going to survive against an open value system. It's going to be inferior. And here's the, here's the key, I guess, with open value is that by starting with loyalty and by getting it used and by getting people into the system, we don't have to sort of spend you know all of our efforts telling people why crypto is better we can just sit back and show them 
and and say look look at how people behave look at this open value that's you know and then that's the the sort of the umbrella message by which we we hope to be able to uh turn our customers into evangelists you know we we'd like nothing more than someone who's holding incent to go to a merchant who's not and say i'm not buying from you you know i don't want your rubbish loyalty scheme i want incent when you launch incent i'll come back and i'll buy my pencils from you you know that that's that's the end game here yeah i, I agree you eventually you can have a whole amazon type marketplace where you could buy everything with incent on it you know you you look forward to getting that incentive so that you could go out there and spend it any way you want or just cash it out. Yeah, to be honest, and even more than that, we can have open value ecosystems that, that interrelate. So it might be that you're, you, you gain incent by, through your day-to-day -day purchases, but then you're happier with waves as an underlying currency. So within the app, you, this isn't on the roadmap right now, but we're talking, you know, for the, for the bigger picture. Um, you know, you're, you can transfer your um, transfer your incent to Waves. Waves is also open value. Move your Waves to your, you know, your cousin who's in Indiana and now they've got it and they transfer their Waves to Bitcoin because they want to buy a car. You know, th these systems interacting and, and sort of interrelating, um, as long as they're all open value, we are massively keen on that. That is the, you know, that's huge. That's the key. But the only ways, the only systems with which we can interact are open value systems. With them, the second you go to fiat, you've you've dropped it out of the open value chain and you've borne the risk of that fiat currency. So it's suboptimal. And this is, you know, this is why this is the core for why people are so, you know, the, the, the biggest crypto enthusiasts are so convinced that the fiat systems are gonna, you know, come come tumbling down because they know that the system is broken. They know that it's closed and will therefore, it will not only have weaknesses, but those weaknesses will create negative feedback loops of, of even more weak, like you start quantitative easing, so you have to carry on, so you have to go even bigger. And it's, you know, this race, this sort of debt bubble, this fictional world that we live in right now, where, you know, every man, woman and child owes X amount of dollars. Which yeah. is, you know, of course, it's a zero sum game. We, we made up money, but <laughs> the world economies are reliant upon it. Um, but it's it, the carousel stops, <laughs> and when the carousel stops, its open value systems will be the only ones that retain their integrity. It's based off of, our economy is based off of debt at the moment. But yeah. uh, but you know, how, how about how about something? You think in the future you guys would look into something like uh, you know because we, we do have a big anonymous crowd out there, big on and on, you know, and. Uh, you know, may, maybe if it could work with like Open Bazaar or uh, Free Market, which Free Market, I'm interviewing uh, Knuckles from Free Market on Sunday. And if I could get you guys together, maybe you guys could talk on how to implement it. Yeah, well, look, I mean, the bottom line is one of the, the properties of an open value system also is that uh, if somebody uh, in sent, for example, the second it's, it's mined and released. So we've got a few dependencies right now, as I think everybody knows, i.e., waves is not uh waves mainnet has not been released to date so it's not technically not not really a full cryptocurrency as yet it will be very shortly right. and incent and we're still in our ico stage so the the incent supply is not fixed yet um so unless in, until that happens you know we're we're not really out in the wild the second we are out in the wild nobody needs my permission or our permission to build an open bizarre incent exchange you know there's that this is another property of open value if you're you know you can, you can extend it you can do what you like that's open be, source right uh they're not quite the same they're not quite the same no, no i mean open, open bizarre the app i think it's open source anybody could create an open bizarre right? yeah it's a protocol really i think that's the best way of thinking about open bizarre it's almost like a like it's a cpip well, it's a separate little internet, really, isn't it? Where which which allows you to, you know, with the purpose of, I, I mean, it's it's one of these open bazaar. I, I love the project. I've I've <laughs> really intrigued by it. But I also put it in a basket with lots of others, where it's a big idea. I would say quite beautifully executed, but it's it hasn't really solved. You know, it, it's very hard to imagine the road between where we are today and where open bazaar is genuinely rivaling, say, eBay. 
this is again this goes to the incent approach where we're we're looking to get crypto used within you know 2017 we want to we want to bring on x thousand x tens x hundreds of thousands of new cryptocurrency holders and we're doing that by dealing with where we are truly at today and by the belief that where we to get to where we want to be it will be evolution not re revolution it won't be a revolution you know ebay is not going to crash tomorrow along with the dollar and the pound and the aussie dollar they're going to be okay so you never know oh, i wouldn't sure that absolutely you could be right but we i think as as a true you know as someone that really believes in the power of you know not just open value but uh you know the freedom and the and the the, the values within cryptography and cryptocurrency i don't think it's enough to to say we're better come on to open bazaar so well, what, what I, I think i think people will just naturally gravitate to it you know just like they're doing now you, you can see it with bitcoin you know people are, are they want to preserve the value of of what they have and they're they're investing in bitcoin you know they, they, we have the candidates we can't we have the president uh you know the, the presidency they're, they're running for president right now and you know it all depends on who gets in you know if if hillary gets in we, we it's it's going to be horrible uh, it, it, we're going to see. We're going <laughs> to see sure your mark. <laughs> I'm pretty sure about it, man. Because you, you know okay. it's going to be a continuation of Obama, dude. And Obama's doubled the debt in the eight years he's been in office. He's doubled it. He's he's done more than all the presidents combined. He's well, added get, more get, debt get, than all it. of it combined. Without, I mean, without going, um, without it's going to crash. It's going to crash. <laughs> yeah. The whole system's going to crash. I love the idea of. I'm not fear mongering you. I'm just no, no. saying, it, in 2008, we had a little crash, man. It's nothing compared to what's going to happen next. Nothing. Well, I love the idea of people going about their regular day-to-day -day business, onboarding to incent, and then being introduced to this whole concept, this whole idea, and then for themselves deciding with both feet that Open Bazaar is better. I want to be part of that funnel. So it moves people. I guess what I'm talking about is that our mission, as we see it, is to integrate with the way retail and commerce is happening today. It's not, uh, it, and we want to support people like Open Bazaar, you know, but we, we don't want to emulate them to the degree that we don't want to just build a better system and then talk about how much better it is. It, it, will, it will, once we get everything down to sim simplicity, meaning a one button solution where, you know, I buy something on Amazon, man, I got a one button click, I got it. It's coming the next day you know once we get something like that with open bizarre that's it you know, people are going to gravitate to it you know knowing that it's anonymous like that meaning that the the people who run your account the people who work for amazon don't get to see what you buy and the credit card companies don't get to see what you buy you know because there's, there's such thing as privacy man you know and I don't want to get too graphic, but, you know, say there's, you know, a chick out there, she wants to buy a, a sex toy, you know, you don't want people to know about that stuff, right? <laughs> no, you, don't, you, 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 you don't want the, you know, even even people you don't know, you, but but there are the people out there that look at your account all the time. The credit card company you bought it with is looking at your purchase. You know, there's tons of people that see everything you buy. You know, it's, it, you have no privacy whatsoever. Yeah, yeah so interestingly enough, you've you've gone. There's an intersection here because you've got the idea, the idea of open value, as in what's yours is yours, and it's it's within a system that is transparent and you know has the properties of open value. So, for example, it's either it's non-inflationary in some way, or it's it's either fixed supply or it's communicated clearly. It's not subject to things like quantitative easing. So that's the value side, and then you've got the the, the other bit about the properties of crypto that. If the property is yours, then it, it can be made anonymous by the fact that you can transfer it, you know, outside of any personally identifying information. So an incent wallet holder, for example, just needs to have the seed and, you know, and the, and the keys, essentially the, the keys to be able to transfer the incent. Right. The, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a step in the right direction, for sure. Well, we, we, sit, on the, we sit on that intersection. Funnily enough, I mean, I, I'm very familiar with, you know, that some a lot of the arguments and discussions around anonymity and around its virtues and etc cetera, etc cetera, uh, we sort of see or i see us sitting slightly outside that we are you know we may well for example if if we um if we want to look at allowing people to 
interface in and out of fiat which we probably will we we like you know that's probably a useful thing um then those fiat providers for example in my jurisdiction it's australian dollars have aml kyc that's anti-money laundering uh know your customer regulations that that we have to abide with you know and we, we'll probably we'll probably go along with that this is goes to what i was saying about the incent piece is open value We'll communicate clearly that, you know, moving it in and out of Aussie dollars, well, that's that's a fiat system and you're going to sacrifice a lot of things. You're going to, you know, you, you can't be anonymous and have us pay you money, mainly because right. that's against the law. Right. Yeah. No, I, I understand that completely. But eventually I believe that there will be some type of uh, anonymity third party system that could probably do the job without having to, you know, so you'll have your your normal method, right? And you'll have your anonymous method of buying things. You know? So you should have both options. I mean, in life, you should be able to, you know, put public what you what you want to put public, and and what you don't want to put public shouldn't shouldn't be shouldn't be out there for other people to see. You should yeah, have that decision. Yeah. Well, we've seen the rise of Zcash, right? I mean, this is you know this is sort of exactly you've hit the heart of it there. That's that's what it's all about. The idea that you'll have, you know, significantly enhance privacy uh, to the you know to the nth degree really and that's a clearly a popular thing <laughs> yeah, it, it, I'm, I'm, it definitely is uh, but you can so... also see you can also see right that it's not it's not intrinsic to open value you can have you can have very strong uh, you know very strong la or a complete lack of anonymity and still have open value you, oh yeah, no. Open value is something different. We definitely took a, a you know a crossroad somewhere, but you know, open value is is, is something. It's that I am thinking it's more like a frame of mind that people need to start looking at. Uh, it's it's the concept of closed value versus open value, which nobody nobody knows about yet. Uh, but you know, incentive is going to be the people who's going to bring that to, to people to to the stores out there and to the uh, you know society. They're going to understand when they get an incentive that they're going to be able to use it anywhere. What if what a freedom that you're going to have? It's going to be amazing. Uh, and, and if you don't want to spend it, you, you cash it out. I mean, it, that that that's freedom. That that's that's your property. You own it. That it's it's like fully yours. Why why wouldn't you want anything other than in some than property? Right? Property is very important. But but then well, funny, on the other hand, funny enough, in in today's age, there's, there aren't many things not a great deal of property actually is yours <laughs> you oh know, yeah I, trust me i know real estate it's real estate you know it's it, the king owns everything i know trust me that's a, that's why we pay property tax you know yeah, exactly. if, if it's your property why do you pay property tax right i mean I, I had i had a fight with a guy at work he's like he's like it's my car i have no idea what you're talking about I'm like, I'm like all right so why do you pay registration you know why why, why do you pay that I mean, if it's yeah. your car why do you have to pay it yeah, so look, you've got the this is you've you've hit the nail on the head. I think I think all of us crypto enthusiasts and people who are familiar with this space, we've got a lot of sort of deeper understanding up there. But I think we do uh, the real power, to my mind, of of what we're trying to do here with open value is to give it a really easy to communicate, easily communicable umbrella term. You know, they that you get the one that can be really easily got. You know, is that yours or not? That is it closed value or open value? Can right. someone else change the value of your air miles? Right. If, if I get nods. If yeah. I get an, an audible credit, you know, I'm I'm technically not owner. I'm I don't own it. Uh, I'm a partner with the the people who own Audible because they're the only ones I'm gonna I could spend it with. So technically, they're partners in this credit that I got. Yeah, you, they've they've been generous enough to give you the chance to give them more money. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, that does nothing. I, I, you know, I have it if I never want to buy a book again. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and of course, I'm, you know, to a degree when we're talking and even probably the, the majority, the vast majority of listeners, right? Th there's uh, one of the funny things about open value is, is how, you know, it, it isn't anything new. What we're, we're, what we're attempting to do is to sort of line up a series of things that we all know because we value these things and to make it easily communicable and then to work together on sharing information so how we can get to the point where something can be easily assessed can we look at something and then how do we quickly or what's the easiest way to get to whether something is open value or not and that's something that you'll look to us we're, we're going to be putting that out there fairly soon our, our sort of 
first take on that for this is what it has to be. And you're going to hear words like fungibility and, uh, you know, and, and the, the, the ability to transfer and all that sort of stuff, because you, you can't avoid sort of topics about the nature of money and the nature of value within that. Um, right. Well, yeah. you, you know, you know, the, you, if you look at the history of money, you can see how many, you know, how many times we've changed from clamshells to sandbags to, you know, this gold and silver to these paper things, you know. And you'll see eventually, you know, I, I, I believe it's going to all go into the crypto space. It's all going to go in there. That's well, going to yeah, be the next money. It's a, really, a really important point, actually, that that we're in that that evolution from sticks and shells through to coins, through to, the you know, things made of gold, through to things backed by gold, through to, you know, made up money. We are at a point now where people are being taken advantage of and they feel it. But they don't. They can't expect. They don't know. It's very, very hard to get a latch on it. They don't. They don't. You know why? Why do I have? Why am I having more credit card debt? Why am I having to, you know, sell my soul to a bank to buy a house? I, I don't. You know why is this happening? And it's it's a time now where the the system is serving the purposes of a very few people for whom it enormously rewards. But the people that that are taken advantage of by that um, are almost befuddled right intentionally it's kept that's why you with loyalty schemes for example that's why they give you bonuses uh, fly this weekend and we'll give you double miles and being pattern spotters that we are as humans we like that we go oh brilliant i'm getting double miles but then we also have this underlying feeling of but what am i going to do with them you right where, where the hell am i going to go yeah so the the real heart of open value is to start to um, is, is, is education and it's allowing people to assess into the, the series of, of easy to understand and digest properties of a system which works to your advantage. Here's why Bitcoin is good because it's open value. Here's why Waves is good because it's open value. Here's where Incent is good because it's open value. Here's where your loyalty scheme and to a degree your paycheck. Here's where they are closed systems and they need to evolve. So in, in much the same way that open culture is just an enormously powerful term, right? And there's lots and lots of, uh, you know, hundreds of, of academics and thousands of talks and tens of thousands of papers on this on that subject. There's actually very little right now dealing with value and exchange of value on that sort of cultural philosophical level, which open value is. It all deals with the nuts and bolts. It's all about, you know, cryptographic exchanges and keys and blockchains and da da da, which is fascinating to me, but it's never going to speak to that underlying feeling of disquiet that, that I think we all believe, or I certainly do, is, is out there with the existing systems. And the reason it's out there is because they're closed value and they're wrong. Yeah, well, you know, this is all people know. Yeah, this is, this is what they've become accustomed to. They've, They've fallen into a drifting type of frame of mind where they drift through through life. They don't think. They're not thinking with their heads, you know. And unfortunately, they, they just go day after day. And it's it's kind of what the the devil po you know imposes upon people. Uh, you know that that's his trick. He wants you to drift. He doesn't want you to use your mind. He wants you to be a slave for the people who do think out there. And you gotta you gotta wake up eventually, and you have to see what am I getting. You know what's what the hell's going on here? I mean, my my parents when they went out, you know, and they were young, you know, they brought five, three dollars with them, five dollars, man. I go out, man. I I can't leave the house with with less than a hundred dollars these days. You know, what am I gonna get? You know, between a movie and a in a in you know in a dinner, you you can't leave the house without less than a hundred dollars. You're not gonna get anywhere, right? Yeah, well, we, we could go. I mean, that once you start to once you start to peel it back, you know, we could talk for a very long time about all those things and about how, you know, younger adults now are they're not so much individuals as they're little machines of debt. Let's give them some debt from school. Let's give them some debt from credit. Let's encourage them this and then we'll keep them on the hamster wheel. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, we're on the hamster wheel every day with the with the. You go out there, you spend money, and they tax you on it. You get money on your paycheck, they tax you on it. You get it, and they tax you, and then you go spend it, they tax you again. And then at the end of the year, they tax you again. I mean, it, it's, it's, <laughs> is anybody else see a problem here? I, I see a problem. I mean, one third of my paycheck goes to bullshit. Federal tax, state tax, medical care, uh, you know, uh, social security, I'm probably never gonna see in my lifetime. 
I mean, it, it's it's their most ridiculous system, and uh, it's going to crash. It's going to crash. But funnily enough, see, funnily enough, the the more we talk, see, we're a bit of an echo chamber. And I don't mean this badly, but the more we will g each other up and talk about the the, the wrongs and the problems, the actual, the further we're getting from a message which is spreadable. And the further we're getting from the ability to share, you know, the ability to start to open the, the minds and the ideas and start a, a real, truly worldwide conversation about about this very subject, you know, because you, 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 you end up, if you're not careful, you become more and more and you can go more down the libertarian bent and it in, inherently becomes political. And then you, you're really, you're marginalizing the conversation to a point where it's very hard for for someone who's just right. going about their day to, to right. no, what, what i'm what i'm getting at is that you know what we need more these days is more of a a mind frame well you know like when a baby says it's mine you know that's mine we need that we need more of that uh, you know it people be, are more yeah. than willing to give their stuff away you know when, when you get a credit out there you, you want it to be yours that's mine i don't want to spend it with you i want a credit i want something that's mine if you're going to give me something give me something that's worth something yeah, or give the value is actually separate to its openness. Just give me something. Just actually give me something, so it's mine. Right. Exactly. So you know, I understand yeah. open value, man. It's a great, great concept, and you know, I think I think it should definitely be pushed out there a little harder. Uh, which we, yeah, well, like we I said, we're going to start to produce a little bit more. We're going to be talking about it more. Um, we at this point, we you know, we things like your you know your uh, your listeners, your your audience. Um, there'll be ways to get involved. I mean, you know, you, you mentioned connecting. We, we, we will, we'd be keen to be connected to, to talk about this at, at greater length with more people um, and really put the flesh on the bones and, and start to generate it from something that we sort of know to be true and we believe to be a good message uh, to get out there. Uh, that's where we're at right now. And then the way in which we share it and spread it, well, we're going to be asking for, you know, lots of help with that. Right. This is a great message, actually, because when, when I push... You know, when I push, I, I actually advertise my shows. That's why I get the listenership I do. I, I put, you know, a couple hundred dollars on Facebook boosting and a couple hundred dollars on Twitter, you know, here and there. I spread it around. And I get, I get that's how I get the listeners I do. And, it, you know, the difference is I don't put a lot of advertising in stuff that's too technical because, the, you know, mainstream people don't understand this stuff. You know, but with something like this, open value, they could understand that you get something and it's yours. It has actual value. You can spend it anyway. You could, you could, you could cash it out for cash and go grocery shopping. You know, spend it where you got to spend fiat. You know, so that that's that's something that's yours. That that's great. Uh, that's you know, it. And, and then the closed value part of it. You know, you, you you they'll start recognizing. I think it's the fact that people have to start recognizing what closed value is. What what the, the value that they're being given is no longer as incentivizing as it, as it used to be now that they understand that that's a closed value incentive exactly yeah look you, you're hitting the nail on the head Luke. this is exactly the way with with you know that's that's exactly it yeah no, i get it man it, it, that's great it's great work i i like the concept i'm happy you explained it to me i'm a very libertarian person as you can tell i <laughs> I, I, I get very upset when people take my money well, what's interesting though? Again, we're going to have to draw. Uh, draw. I'm going to have to go in a, in, a, in a little bit, fairly soon. But um, the the open value piece of it doesn't speak to the politics of it. Like I said, we we are in as a team in Cent. We're we're going to be we're keen to work with regulatory oversight. We're happy with that. We're happy to be a legal entity in the world with with you know real people out there in front. We um, it's so. But we are we are absolutely going to guarantee the open value nature of our ecosystem yes that sounds good yeah you got you got to start there that's important yeah you have to start in the game you have to you have to be on their side you have to you have to play by the rules and you know but eventually i i, I foresee i foresee you know third party programs and softwares and uh services decentralized possibly that will convert transactions into more anonymous transactions so which we have with bitcoin already you know which you could trade in your incentive right get some bitcoin and do the well, same exactly. thing that's the nature of open value if it's truly open value it plays nicely with anything else that's open value there are no limits it's yours yeah, and, and on, the, on that topic uh, it's 
Let, let's get on, on, let's talk about Incent for a couple of minutes. Incent is built on waves, right? Yeah, so Incent is a, uh, well, it's not yet, it, it will be mined following the close of the ICO and it'll be a digital asset on the waves blockchain. That's exactly right. As a developer, what benefits do you see about the waves blockchain? I mean, it's faster, right? It's a faster well, blockchain than normal yeah. normal Bitcoin. Uh, that are you able to build apps on top of it? Tell, tell me about why you like Waves and why you chose it. Yeah, so uh, the, the the big one, without getting too technical, the big one is that, that Bitcoin is a proof of work blockchain and Waves is a proof of stake blockchain. So broadly speaking, to to, to earn Bitcoin and to to transfer Bitcoin, in fact, to have a transaction confirmed, somebody somewhere is is guessing the answer to an incredibly complicated maths problem, right? That's proof of work. So they're all these that's what hashing power is, all these people guessing the answers and, and working and then confirming the the um the blocks. On waves, proof of stake means that the uh, by holding waves, you get to confirm blocks according to your stake in the in the, the wave system. So uh Broadly speaking, it's it's sort of making the assumption that that if you have value in the system, you are reliable to retain that value. Um, that's a kind of very overview thing about about proof of stake, and and I think Waves is actually a least proof of stake. So it means that you can you can deposit your Waves with nodes and allow those nodes to confirm blocks for you. Um, so that's the difference, uh, and the advantage is, as you've said, yes, speed. Um, so it will, you know, it can handle, uh, it, it's not going to have any of the, the issues going forward that Bitcoin is struggling to work out to do with block size, to do with, I, I think the blockchain's pushing 100 gigs now. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, it's becoming unwieldy and it's becoming, you know, the number of unconfirmed transactions on the network is worrying, right? If you look at that, that's sort of, hmm, okay, if this gets much worse, it's going to become a real problem. Um, right. So, so we like waves. Proof, we like proof of stake. We like waves. Great fans of Sasha and the team. Um, you know, in terms of the, the like the the technical infrastructure, the way that Scorex has been developed, and the the, the fact that it's um, you know Sasha's track record of, of delivering, and 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 the fact that that we we back waves in that sense technically. Um, in a way, just to just to confirm it, in terms of open value, it's 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 immaterial. I mean, you can you can transfer your waves, uh, you know, if there'll, there'll be an exchange in some way to move them around. But for our purposes, uh, we're really happy to be on the Waves blockchain. I heard I heard Waves is going to have a decentralized exchange, right? Like a Dex, so you'll be able to trade right on Waves, cash them in, exchange them right on the Waves platform. Yeah, look, the bigger picture with Waves will be de not just a single, you know, it'll be all sorts of things. There's, there's all kinds of functionality. And in, in fact, you know, th that's where this concept of open value is quite interesting, because, as I said, uh, open value systems integrate seamlessly, because if they're if it's open value, people are free to move them between right. some of the. So some of the extra features, such as, you know, crowdfunding, issuing of shares, potentially fiat gateways left, right and center, decentralized exchanges, decentralized marketplaces, all of that is possible within Waves. And not only is it possible, therefore, within Scent, but it's it's native, it's baked in, it's, you know, we're, we're there, Waves is there, you'll get all the goodness of all these new functionalities and things. And, and um, we're very excited about that. That's more midterm, it's more more long term, frankly. That, that sounds good. You know, I, I know I'm squeezing you on time, but I always like to get a third por a third party developer's point of view on another blockchain, you know, and it's, it's it always helps me out too, you know, so and it helps people out there out, you know, understand, you know, the value, you know, because if you, of course, if you talk to the people themselves, you know, the developers themselves, they're going to say great things. But when you when it's coming from a third party developer, somebody else that isn't a developer, you know, on the Waves team, you know, it's always a good all around, you know, yeah, message, yeah. you know, to, to, to get out there. If you, you know, you're like, if I asked you right now, compared to Ethereum, you know, and that, what's the, what do you, what are the differences between Waves and Ethereum? Yeah, yeah. well, look, I, 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 I'm a big, I hold Ether and I'm a big fan of Ethereum, but it's, it's not at a state of maturity where we could, you know, we obviously looked long and hard in terms of, uh, 
in sense because there's some some potential on ethereum that's really cool but in all good conscience it's not reached a level of maturity and to be honest i don't think they've got some of their concepts down you know the very nature of is a hard fork a good thing or a bad thing um they don't know they, they disagree they don't they, it's it's hard to decide right they say all from what i know i always thought it was a really bad thing you know but according to them it's just growing pains right <laughs> Well, exactly, exactly. So that, and it's not. I don't think that's that's not. I don't mean that as a kind of you know gotcha, like a pie in the face, aren't they idiots? Uh, it's more indicative of the fact that the smart contract ecosystem. I do believe Ether will Ethereum will get there. I think, um, you know, I, I think it's immature. That's why there are bugs in the code. That's why right. the hard forks become required. But it's it just means that I, I think it's it's way ahead of its time. Um, which is not a bad thing, you know. Get in early, hold some ether. I think that's a that's a, that would be good advice in my opinion. But from my point of view, from as a leading a team that's you know technically trying to, uh, we want you know X amount of merchant volume happening next year. Not a good fit. Not a good fit to be touching. You ether. think you think core is going to get there faster? I mean, uh, waves is going to get there faster. I think waves has got the same. Fo the reason we're synergists is because they have a similar focus to us in the sense that they. They've reduced the. I mean, sorry, the potential is huge, and they are describing that. Hence, the crowdfunding, decentralized asset exchange, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But they're delivering it in what I consider to be modern best practice way, to a degree agile. As in, they're just they're they're going to get it out there, bug free, in terms of uh, you know mainnet and get the nodes distributed uh, along with asset creation. You know, and it will happen, and that'll it'll be out there, and then they'll they'll bring in new functionality over the you know as the roadmap rolls out but they're focused on doing it this is the key it's the focus on the action it's not focused on the perfect system you know that old phrase perfect is the enemy of progress right, to, a, right. To, to a degree that's where ethereum is at they're building a perfect system you know i mean good luck it's 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 really really awesome i can't speak highly enough about about you know the, the caliber of the people involved and i think the technology is a thing of beauty but it, in its attempt to reach for perfection it's not actually usable, in my opinion. Right, you keep you keep perfecting your technique, but you know you, you never get to the climax. You know, I'm not really <laughs> sure what I'm talking about there, but that's, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All I'm right, have to wrap it up, Luke. So I'm gonna. All right, man, sounds good. I, I was really good at having you on. Yeah, no, thanks for being here. But um, listen, <laughs> I'd love to come back. We'll we'll talk. We'll, we'll do this little and often. I, I hope if you if if available, yeah. it'd be good. Yeah. Yeah, I come home from work, man. I relax. I do this radio show. That's what I do, man. I, you know, I, I, I don't, uh, I, I don't take it too serious. You know, you can't take life serious. You're gonna, you never get through it. <laughs> well, on that note, I'll, I'll love you and leave you. Thanks so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure, and I look forward to coming back. All right, Pete. See you later, buddy. Everybody, take it everybody. We had Pete on from Insane. He was the developer. He is the developer. That was the. He is, forgive me, I had some wine. So he, he is the developer of the, of uh, Incent. I believe they, they're going to have another person soon. And uh, they're doing big things, big things. Uh, this open, uh, this, this open uh, value system, the mind frame. I think of it more of a mind frame because we got to get other people to start thinking of it. Uh, the, way, the way he explained it just here, you know, open value. I mean, it, are you getting open value when they give you something? Is it, is it really yours? Can you use it? Can you use it any way you want? Can you cash it out and buy some milk with it? Ah, it's not, not really good. You gotta, you gotta go, you gotta go buy another book, right? Uh, you know, I could download it. I could get it on BitTorrent if I want. Why would I buy it again? Or, or buy something else that I could get for free? But you know, you, you get the point. Uh, you, you don't wanna, you don't wanna get into that vicious cycle of. Uh, constantly getting credits for things that you don't really need to buy you know you end up buying because you got this credit you know but in, you don't need it you need milk you, you, you know you, you need uh you need food on the table you know you could cash in your your incentive and you could buy food and feed the kids you know that that's stuff you need you know you, you're not forced to buy something you don't need all right uh, so on that note guys Lutz is going to be out. I'm going to go relax and get ready for work tomorrow. Everybody have a wonderful night. Thank you for joining us. Love you all. Bon enough.
Waves platform is a decentralized platform with loads of real-world solutions running on blockchain. Wavesnode.net is providing a professional node on the Waves platform, hosted in our own data center. If you are holding Waves tokens, you can lend them with the LPOS system to our big node. The leased tokens are always in your account and under your control. It is like leasing staking power. By leasing on our powerful, stable and trustful node, you are generating transfer fees and will be rewarded with Waves. The bigger our node's balance, the higher your rewards. Wavesnode.net can help you achieve increasing your stack and making the Waves platform stronger in just a few easy steps. So please, open your Waves Lite client and lease your tokens at wavesnode.net. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at wavesnode.net.